Hey there, literary fans, and welcome to episode 46 of Jeff Reads His Book. I'm your host, Jeff, and today we'll be reading chapter 24 of Offworlder, a book I wrote in a month. If you want to contact me, you can head on over to jeffreadshisbook.com, and right there, there's three easy ways to get in touch. Uh, and while you're there, uh, why don't you consider buying a copy of one of these two terrible, terrible books? That's right. Offworlder and Bringing Balance are available in print editions, which are rad as hell, or you could get an ebook if you're, uh, I don't know, uh, is that good to not buy books now? Like, is that more environmentally friendly? I feel like um, buying actual papers, like, uh, what do they call that, like carbon capture. By printing books, we're taking carbon dioxide out of the air and making books. I don't know. I don't know, I still recycle paper, so I guess not. Yeah, so if you're environmentally conscious, then buy an ebook. Although it's got those batteries in it, and that doesn't seem like a good thing, and it's probably made with slave labor. I don't get that vibe from actual books. Yeah. Anyway, on that happy note, yes, so we missed a week last week. There was a little confusion, because I was going to try to have Lara on the show last week, the lovely Lara. And, um, and, well, I've been calling her the lovely Lara on the show, and I think, I tried to explain to her that I hear that on, uh, other podcasts, like, I know Bill Burr refers to his wife as the lovely Nia, uh, on Doughboys, uh, Nick Weiger refers to his lovely wife, Natalie, and I think she felt a little hurt, like, I don't think she's lovely and I'm just copying, but that's false, Lara is lovely. <laughs> right now, she's off helping cats. So... Here's the story. We were going to do the podcast together, but I think that was before Christmas, so we we're going to have to squeeze it in the weekend before we went to see my family. And then, I don't know, there was a lot. Well, we were packing and getting ready to go and getting Christmas ready, wrapping gifts, all that kind of bullshit. And I guess we just never got to it. We didn't get to it that weekend. So then I'm like, well, how about we try? Uh, I was kind of annoyed because then we didn't do it. So I'm like, well, now I'm missing a week, but all right. That's fine. So I said, well, when we get back, we could do it on uh, that, on Christmas Eve, right? It would still be on time. Okay, so I'm like, let's do that. So we came back. That really didn't happen either. She, she wasn't feeling it. I get it. I get it. You know, you got to feel it to be on this podcast. This is, you know, you got to have that energy, yeah, that you're bringing to the show. So I think more than so, she was just nervous about... Because I, you know, spring questions on her during this. So she was kind of, you know, not not feeling it. That's fine. So then I said, well, maybe on um, this weekend. But uh, last night, I don't know, we got, we were a little tired. We went to see a museum exhibit. We had some drinks at the museum. That's always fun. We got up early so we could go grocery shopping. It was a full day, full day. And then we got home. We had this, like, crockpot meal with sausages and uh, pinto beans. Not the lightest meal, so I think <laughs> both of us were about ready to pass out at maybe, I don't know, seven. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I we just figured, we decided, eh, maybe not this book. I guess she's just not going to get to be on this episode. And I think, I think she was a little hurt at the time, but on the other hand, I think maybe there was a little relief there, too, that she didn't have to be on the show. Yeah, it's fine. 
No big deal. You know what I mean? And I just want to get the show out. It's the last chapter of Offworlder. We need to get this book out, right? Very exciting. Ah, yeah, so last chapter. That's big stuff. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what we're going to do after this. I feel a little bit relieved we got through this book because, woof, stinker-roo. <laughs> yeah, while we were home for Christmas, what, I was telling my brother-in-law that uh, I, he asked if I listen to podcasts or I said something, but I think I said I do podcast. You know, I podcast. And he's like, you mean you make a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I showed him this. And uh, I wonder if he's listening now. Weird episode to step in on. You should really go back to, what, chapter one, at least of this book. Oh, so bad, though. He won't make it to this episode if he does that. <laughs> I wonder how many listeners I've lost with this book. That implies I had listeners, so that's not fair. I can't really make that judgment. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I guess he kind of knows about it now, too. You know, I'm getting one more person on board. And uh, my parents did get a copy of Bringing Balance, which... Is highly embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a good book. Not a good book. Yeah, I, I always wanted these books to be like kind of funny and exciting. Yeah, I. What do I want to say? Like, uh, like Discworld. Yeah, like Terry Pratchett's Discworld. Somehow though, totally off the mark. <laughs> like, not even remotely similar. Yeah, there's no appeal. Well, I'm gonna say Offworlder is terrible. Right? This is a bad book. Uh, bringing balance, definitely not as bad, but, but, let's be honest, not funny. I mean, eh, it's not amusing, I don't think. It's dumb. It's a dumb book. So, it's better, but not good still. I don't know. I feel like that the third book in this series, maybe, is better. I, God, I'm probably misremembering it, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think they go places in it. That's good. This book, they didn't go anywhere. I mean, I think we sat through like nine chapters of just meetings and garbage like that. Ugh, I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So today we are reading the last chapter, thank God, of Offworlder. All right. Uh, it's four and a half pages long. Uh, we're going to get some, what are we going to see in this chapter? What are people expecting? Uh, you know, my notes say, is there going to be closure? I'm not really sure what the closure would be, though. Because this is, this is really the, as I said, the denouement, right? So we're not, uh, we're not dealing with, like, uh, loose plot threads. No, I mean, that implies there was a plot. But I think everything's tied up nicely already. Uh, this chapter is probably not necessary at all. I think four and a half pages... This is fine. This is going to close the book out. You know, not on an exciting note by any means, but it'll close the book out, I'm guessing. I, I didn't even skim this chapter. I'm just shooting from the hip on this. Uh, I also said, will there be any meetings? I'm going to guess that there are. I feel like there's going to be a meeting. Eh, I don't know. We're going to have to see. I don't really remember this chapter that well. I remember, like, what I think might be the very, very end of it. Eh, maybe? Eh, I don't know. We're going to have to see. I don't know. I don't really see any reason to wait, so let's dive in to chapter 24. So for today's episode, I'm going to be sipping on a delicious new bourbon. I got this for Christmas. It is a Jefferson Reserve. Uh, it is marked Very Old Small Batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 
So my understanding is they're doing like some blending with this stuff, a little like some of the um, Johnny Walkers, you know, with scotch. And I think they're putting like very old bourbon in with some more fresh, I don't know, newer bourbon, not aged as long, but like uh, it's all straight bourbon. So uh, it's all at least two years and I'm really enjoying it. Mm. So today I have it actually neat, but I have a big ass whiskey stone. So my dad got me this Jefferson Reserve for Christmas. I mean, I guess maybe my mom got it. I don't know. But I'm going to take go out on a limb and say he did. And it is, uh, it's quite good. I would say you can really taste the, uh, it's a little woody. It's, it's very nice. I'm really enjoying it. And I'm going to be sad when it's gone, which is probably not too long from now. Um, and uh, so my sister and her husband, um, they also bought me, uh, what is it? It was... Um, this whiskey with maple syrup in it, oh, oh, it is good. And it is easy drinking. And I guess it was like first distilled on their property or whatever. It was very, it was a neat story. I'm enjoying it probably a little less than halfway through it, I'd say. Maybe not so much because it is a liqueur almost. It is really sweet, but delicious. But they also got me these whiskey stones from New Hampshire and they have... um I, they're all granite, but they were made out of, like, uh, the remnants of countertop uh, material. So, you know, when you buy your granite countertop because you're a billionaire and you get the, uh, you know, they cut the granite. So there's all this leftover rocks. So they cut the rocks into whiskey stones, and they're fantastic. So I have one of those in my Jefferson Reserve right now instead of ice because I don't want to water it down. It is wonderful. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And while I was getting ready to start, I also realized I skipped some things. I didn't do feedback. Wanted to talk a little more about uh, missing the lovely Lara today. But wait, 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 we'll get to that at the end. How about that? We'll come back, revisit, all right? All right, but for now, okay, I, I was going to talk some more. But why don't we just go ahead and start reading, huh? Oh, i got to find the chapter. It's exciting, huh? Ooh, oh, that's chapter 23. Chapter 24. This is actually not a good chapter, I don't believe, for uh, me to read with the lovely Laura. Oh, see, it's got... I guess it only has one drinking break, so we'd each read a section. No big deal. No big deal. All right. Let's get started, shall we? Two days later, Henry found himself sitting on the wrong side of a hearing committee table back at the temple. Yeah, meetings! <laughs> he sat alone on one side and was faced by Roland, Elliot, and two, and his two supervisors on the other. Does anybody remember the supervisors' names? I, I have no idea. They had been running through some papers that supposedly provided the timeline for all that had happened in the West. Is that where all this happened in the West? I feel like my directions might be messed up in this. Was it in a westerly direction? Hmm, I don't know. And you destroyed the artifact before or after speaking with Carlos, Roland asked. Henry sighed. He knew this information was clearly spelled out and related to them by the other mages who had all arrived earlier. Before, he said, without further explanation. So who approved it, said Jackson. Oh, that must be one of his supervisors. Okay. Nobody, Henry answered again. That was an extremely reckless action, Elliot pointed out. Roland started to speak, but Elliot raised a hand as if to ask him to stop. 
Roland complied, and Elliot continued. It was extremely reckless, but it did turn out to be the best course of action, I believe. The other three men on his side of the table looked at him in disbelief. Had he tried to return with the artifact, Elliot explained, there was a good chance it could have been taken again by the magistrates or someone else. It was best to destroy it before anything worse could happen. Having it free its prisoners in the process was a delightful side effect. The other three at the table grumbled. Henry sat in his chair and waited for a decision. What decision? Isn't this like college? Now they're having a disciplinary hearing? Like, you know, this is the same thing as if he threw a toilet out the window in his dorm room? (laughs) Roland eyed Elliot with annoyance and said, Thank you for your input, Mr... Uh, Thank you for your input, McCallum. We will need to discuss things further as to whether there will be any punishment. In the meantime... You are free to return to your usual duties. And I'm going to have a drink. Mm. Mm. Oh my god, you guys got to try this. Jefferson Reserve, top notch. Mm. I feel like it's expensive too. What do you think? 40? I don't know when I'm going to go to the liquor store again because I got a lot of booze for Christmas. <laughs> like, the lovely Laura also bought me um, wild turkey rare breed barrel strength. Bourbon, oh, it's 116 proof, and it is strong as hell. Yeah, fantastic. Wild turkey, they know what they're doing there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's delicious. I really do enjoy it. I like all their products, it seems like. It's fantastic, but really strong. I'm not having a home pour of that. <laughs> I got to watch that one. And then, um, uh, let me see, who got me the... Laura's parents, I think, bought me... Uh, Woodford Reserve. Ooh, yeah, that one's nice. That one is very delicious. Maybe it was her... Uh, I think it was her parents. Might have been her brother. Yeah, my bad if I'm getting this wrong. And then... Uh, what else did I get? I feel like there's another one in there. Oh, well, the maple one that I explained. Yeah. And then I already had some regular wild turkey in there. And I think there's like a drip of Evan Williams. The uh, 1783. Ooh. You know what? This isn't good. I should. <laughs> I need to pour some of these down the toilet or something. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> okay. That wasn't even a drinking break. My bad, people. Okay. Henry stood and nodded at the four men and left the room. Walking down a short hallway and eventually back outside, he found Margot standing near the door waiting for him. Ah, how'd it go? She asked as they both started off towards his tiny house. Henry shrugged. Better than I would have thought. Um, certainly not in anyone's good graces right now, but then again, I never have been. Well, that's nice. You're in mine, she offered, smiling. <laughs> wow. All right. This just... <laughs> the way... <laughs> their interactions, their lovey-doveyness makes me laugh. <laughs> it's just so... I don't know. Awkward? Is it awkward? I don't think awkward's the word I'm looking for. It's uh, poorly written. That's what I'm looking for. (laughs) He laughed and shook his head. Everything had worked out with Margot. God, I can't read. Everything had worked out with Margot after their spat outside the tavern. Does everybody remember that? 
And they had spent another two evenings returning to their home closer to each other than ever. Aww. (laughs) Of course, upon arriving home, both were summoned to immediately appear before Roland and Elliot. Henry had expected as much. By arriving days after the others on the expedition, they had spared themselves all the requisite celebrations that took place around the settlement. The revelation... I just... I'm so tired of this book. (laughs) The revelation that the magistrates had been the ones behind the disappearances had led to a beefing up of security around the settlement and a swift end to all affiliation with the far-off governmental body. Huh. I feel like uh, Glenn asked if the magistrates were a government, and I guess that makes... Oh, no, no, no. He was asking if these bunch of wizards were. Yeah. In a few places in the region, with a magistrate's office or armory, the red-cloaked officials and their soldiers had been run out of the area by residents upon hearing the news of the West. I think from the West would have been better. I am really delaying a lot this week. (laughs) Henry glanced at Margot as she walked. Oh, dear. Almost as tall as himself, she strode with a confidence that Henry found irresistible. As he... Dared, she looked towards him, her black hair flowing away to reveal her dark brown eyes. What? she asked, smiling. Nothing, it's nothing, he said, and took her hand as they walked. Oh, they're holding hands! Drinking break! <laughs> mm. How does hair flow away? Hair flowing away to... It sounds like her hair came off. <laughs> Maybe they, maybe they were extensions, <laughs> you know, and they just came loose. How does that work? Do they come loose? They must eventually, right? I've never had extensions, so, yeah. yeah. I'm not even allowed to have facial hair. Am I right, Laura? Huh? Huh? Gotta be smooth shaved. Okay. Janie and Pauline both relaxed in Henry's kitchen chairs outside his house. Oh, interesting. This is not a Margot or Henry ch- section. Okay. They had heard both he and Margot had arrived back at the settlement, and Janie had thought it would be a good idea to wait for the pair after work. She guessed that the two lovers, yuck, would actually head straight for Henry's house, and she meant to intercept them before they locked Henry's door for some privacy. Yuck again. Pauline had surprisingly agreed that it was the best course of action. When Janie... Why is that surprising? I don't know. She seems normal. She seems like... I don't know. She seems on board with all their plans all the time. Whatever. When Janie saw the pair walking up the little path to Henry's house, she saw them holding hands and let out a loud, loud, sarcastic... Placing her hands on her heart. Pauline joined in with a simulation of vomiting... Both simply smiled as they reached the door to his house. Opening the door and retrieving his two other chairs from inside. Live in large, four chairs, am I right? Henry asked, So how much of my food and drink have you taken while I've been gone? Almost none, Janie exclaimed with an exaggerated look of innocence. Pauline rose and hugged Margot which Janie noticed seemed to surprise the black-haired woman, while Henry arranged the seats and demanded a drink from Janie. Janie looked on as the two women separated. We were worried about you, Pauline said. 
Margot's eyes started to water. Oh, God. And she hugged Pauline to her hard again, to her again hard. <laughs> That's an awkward half a sentence. She hugged Pauline to her again hard. Eh. Janie looked at Henry with an eyebrow raised, but she just smiled and sipped his drink. Why? 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 Janie looked at Henry with an eyebrow raised, but he just smiled and sipped his drink. What is that? Okay. So what the hell were you thinking, sneaking away like that, Janie scolded Margot. We looked for you all that night after work. So they went to work first? Oh yeah, they did, I think. Because didn't she not come to breakfast or some bullshit? But then she wasn't in Henry's house either, so... Yeah, I guess they don't care that much. I'm gonna have a drink. Ooh, I'm getting a text. One second, let's see. You know, uh, since I'm doing a uh, drinking break here. Okay, okay. Ooh. When do you... Oh, so uh, former podcast guests Glenn and Justin are going to uh, attend a Star Wars movie with me uh, tomorrow on a Monday. How odd is that? Especially since I'm working. I don't know if they are or not, but whatever. Um, This episode will actually... I'm going to say drop. This episode's going to drop, yo, after I uh, see the Star Wars movie. So, uh, what do I want to say? It would have been neat to see first, I guess, but who gives a shit? I, you know what? I have extremely low hopes, because... What was it? The, which one? Um, it's, uh, what are the th- new three? Uh, I'm seeing The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know what the last one... One of them was The Force Awakens, right? And then there was another one. The... The... Last Jedi? Isn't that the one? I don't know. They, so far, the, what, episodes, what is it, eight, seven and eight? They sucked. Yeah. Ooh, bigger Death Star. Great thinking, Disney. You guys blow. You know what? I don't like the prequels. In fact, I've never seen episode three all the way through, because why would I? But honestly, it can't be worse than... Um, episode seven and eight. They stunk. I was like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. <laughs> how did I get on Star Wars? Let me have another sip. And how about live on the show, we text Glenn and Justin to tell them I'm busy doing the podcast. <laughs> Let's see. Busy doing the podcast. Give... Uh... I'll get back to you. Huh? How exciting is that? (laughs) This was typed live during episode... What episode is this, people? 46? 46. Okay, great. Yeah, I think he'll appreciate that. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Huh? Should I keep reading? Yeah, I just think we should. I need to get through this. Laura's going to come home soon. She'll be like, what the hell? I told her that I was going to record this without her. I think I pointed that out already, but I feel a little bad. Like, I think she kind of wants to be on the podcast, but I think she feels a little nervous about it, too. You know what I mean? This is a lot of pressure. What with, like, seven or eight people listening? I mean, oof. Also, uh, the implication that I drink so much probably isn't like, uh, you know, Laura's got a career and stuff, so she's probably not fond of that. 
<laughs> okay, let's get back to it, huh? And she doesn't like day drinking. She never would have done this on a Sunday, like Sunday at 1. She's not into that, which is what time it is, incidentally. Okay. Boop, 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 boop. All right, here we go. We look for you all night. Margo sat down next to Henry and said, if you remember, they're done hugging and all that bullshit. I left you a note. Didn't you find it? Janie and Pauline shook their heads. It was in the shoe on my dresser. Why would we look in your shoe? Janie asked. Margot shrugged. Why wouldn't you? It's a beautiful shoe. It would be nice to wear to a ball or something else formal. Oh yeah, because she likes shoes. Everyone looked at her confused. Janie cursed herself for not thinking of the shoe, which, though absurd, now seemed obvious. Moving on, she asked, Did either of you get in any trouble? Who said that, Janie? Janie did, okay. Touching her chest, Margot said, Well, I didn't. They said I had initiative. Henry rolled his eyes. Initiative? You snuck onto a cart because you thought I was incompetent. Oh, please, Margot said, waving off his comment. But Henry got in a bit of trouble. He was already in trouble, though. I think Roland is still pretty sore about the incident with the Raiders. Janie watched Henry sip his drink without much reaction. She laughed at how little he seemed to care about his official scolding. Sometimes ignorance to the politics of this world must be a good thing, she concluded. What happened while we were gone, Margot asked. I mean, after the news traveled here. That was a little weird, Janie explained, remembering the last week of oddness. <laughs> Once the expedition you were on returned, there were celebrations. The members of the earlier expeditions took somewhat longer to return, maybe two more days, because they had to return to the other villages to retrieve everything they had brought. But the night of each expedition's return... Um, is that, should that be, of each expedition's return, the knights, it should have been, but the knights of each expedition's return, yeah, there were spontaneous parties. Big parties, Pauline explained. Everyone was more or less relieved. Right, Janie agreed, but during the days... <laughs> during this, sorry about that. But during the days, people started to realize the implications that everything had been done by the magistrates. So that's been strange. How so? Henry asked. Well, they've had to start reassigning patrols to the east. I guess that's where the magistrates are from. Is that where they walked in bringing balance? I wonder if I like reference check that. I doubt it. Uh, Janie explained. They've drawn a line in a manner of speaking, saying the magistrates can't come any further into the pasture lands or further west. They've had a few emergency staff meetings, oh, and we missed them, but it really doesn't affect Pauline or I. Is that, it? okay, it's affect with an A, is that right? Doesn't affect, maybe. You two, though. Well, whatever, Henry said. At least we're home now. At least our adventure is over. I have a feeling that it's just beginning, Margot said. Ah, and that ends chapter 24 and the book Offworlder. So we're finally done with Offworlder, huh? What an exciting ending. So I think what we're trying to get through in that chapter are uh, what? 
uh, the clear implication that Margot and Henry are in love, blah, right? And that, what, they have good friends in Janie and Pauline. Whoop-dee-doo. I guess if there was, like, a sequel, which this book kind of leads into, it seems like that there should be a follow-up. Because it kind of ends saying, like, oh, well, it does end saying, uh, at least our adventure is over. I have a feeling that it's just beginning, right? <laughs> so that kind of implies it'd be like a direct, I guess, uh, sequel. But I mean, there's not. So <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm happy that it ended. I guess I it just le- leaves open another book, and I guess that would fit between this book and Bring Balance, because. In Bringing Balance, Henry's been gone and Margot's on her own, so they broke up, right? I don't know. I, I I don't know if I ever want to write that book. I guess I could. Seems... Uh, it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> and to, like, acknowledge that Offworlder ever happened is... It seems wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just... These are just bad books. What are you going to do? Uh, so I, I guess it tie. It, did it tie up any loose ends? No. No, it didn't. All right. Henry's mad. Um, he kind of didn't get in any trouble to speak, you know, that you could mention. He went to a hearing, but eh, it doesn't sound like he's in lots of trouble, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I hope you guys like that book. I really, I'm really kind of sad that this is the last, like, episode of Jeff Reed's book for a little bit, because I gotta, what, get another book ready or something. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I really look forward to this. It's a bummer. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna think of something, right? It's a very specific, uh, what do I want to say, uh, podcast, right? I mean, it's a, it's, I need a book to read to make the podcast work. I would have to start a different podcast if I was just gonna babble about something else, which I think could work. Maybe open it up a little more, but uh, you know what? All right, all right. This is what I really should do. I'm liking this thinking, and maybe it's just this Jefferson Reserve. Mm. Which is unbelievable. I'm really happy with this one. I thought it was going to be a little chintzy, but no, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, I'm going to put this on my must-buy list. You know what I mean? Like when I'm feeling flush with cash for whatever reason... Uh, I don't know what that would be. Yeah, I can't think of an example where that would happen. All right, if I find a hundred on the side of the road, maybe I would normally go in and buy like a wild turkey long branch. Well, if I got a hundred, I could buy both, right? But, um, I don't know. So I would probably get this uh, Jefferson Reserve. I got to see how much it costs though. I am very happy with it though. Ooh, it is tasty. I'm gonna have another sip. Let's do it. All right. Mm. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to go ahead and edit the shit out of Homecoming, the sequel to Bring Balance, as fast as possible. And let's get that podcast going right away, right? Don't you think that makes sense? And then if I get that running quick, then, you know, when I finish that book, it'd probably be close to November. So I could write another one. Or, you know, maybe we start thinking about doing a different podcast. It's a it's tough. It's tough. I don't know. We've, I've uh, discussed with a um, uh, longtime podcast guest, Glenn, that uh, maybe we could do... Well, he actually came up with the idea for a podcast, and we've been talking about it a little bit. It's just a, uh, a high-level commitment. I almost feel like something 
just, I don't know. I got to think about it. I got to think about it. I do like babbling with you people, and it does help to have a direction to go in, but what are you going to do? We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think we're going to work this out. I don't think this is going to be long. I think after bringing balance, it was like a four month, you know, wait till I came out with another episode. So let's try to hurry this up. Maybe we can see if I can get what, February maybe? Start pumping these out again? I do like doing this podcast, and it's real low effort since the books are written. (laughs) Cool, cool. All right, all right. So let's get back to the book at hand that is thankfully done. Am I right? Okay, we are talking about Offworlder. All right, so here are some discussion questions for today. All right, discussion question one, right? Ever been to a disciplinary hearing? Have you ever gotten trouble like Henry and then had to go to like a hearing? I feel like this is common in college. Um, trying to think. So like in college, no, I have not gone to a disciplinary hearing. I was in a fraternity though. And I'm pretty sure our fraternity, like what do I want to say, officers had to go before a uh, disciplinary hearing before. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? My guess is yes, right? <laughs> we weren't, what do I want to say? We were not an academic fraternity. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know. But okay. So what I was thinking of is uh, when I was in middle school, I guess. It must have been middle school. Oh, wow. That's so long ago. I went to computer camp because it was freaking awesome. I went to computer camp for three, four years in a row. It was killer. I loved, um, I loved that, that thing. And uh, I remember, uh, one time we did get called in front of like, who was like a camp counselor and the guy who ran the camp because me and this kid, Lee, we were good friends at camp. We broke a picnic table because we were, one person was, we were gonna, I don't remember what the thinking was. I think we were gonna try to like, uh, like catapult the other one or just for funsies. So somebody was like standing on a picnic table bench and uh, it probably was me. I jumped on like the lip and, you know, the one that sticks off past the support trying to like make him fly up in the air. I don't think this was, he was probably standing on him like, this will be funny if I break his neck. So I jumped on it and instead of him going flying, it just broke the picnic table. <laughs> like the whole support just snapped right off. Yeah, and we got in trouble for that, I remember. I guess that was the only, like, disciplinary hearing. I was so scared he was going to tell, like, my dad when he came to pick me up. But they didn't, which I guess is good. I was so terrified, though. Yeah, I was like a... I was in, generally speaking, I was like a goody-two-shoes kid. But I don't think that's how I came off at computer camp. In computer camp, I was kind of a... I was kind of a problem, I think. (laughs) It's fun to reinvent yourself at camp. (laughs) Uh, I, computer camp was killer, man. I, oh, yeah. I loved computer camp. <laughs> I mean, freaking loved it. And you know, it wasn't even just camp. I remember when, before my sisters started going, it was like, uh, my dad and I would get up in the morning in the summer and he would drive me to computer camp and then go to work. But on the way, like he would get me up earlier and we'd go to uh, DJ's Donut Depot and get donuts or I think I would get scrambled eggs some days and we'd eat at like the breakfast bar at DJ's Donut Depot. Look it up if you want. Used to have a big mural um, of a train pulling into station. Oh, it was cool. And um, so we'd get like breakfast together before we went to camp and work. It was cool. And then he'd pick me up from work. 
or picked me up on his way home from work. It was a real bonding experience. I really like that, Dad. If you're listening to this episode, that was fun. And then, um, but yeah, computer camp was the bomb. I loved it. I remember my last year there, we were, uh, they brought in like a shuttle simulator and somehow I got to be commander of my shuttle mission. And I remember this, what was that kid's name? I want to say it was like Jay or something like that. He was my, what, it's commander and then pilot, I think, is the second in command of like space missions. He was my pilot, I think. And I remember seeing him in high school again because he played soccer for Ashland and I remember guarding him during a JV game. Yeah, I was pretty guy. Uh, he didn't get the ball. I shut that bastard down. But anyway, yeah, I remember that. That was cool. But okay, that wasn't the story. I remember uh, there were these three girls while we were there. They were cute as hell. And I remember my one Hi- Hendrick what was his name Heinrich. Hi- what was his name? Oh, he, uh, he had like a weird German name, but he was cool. We were good friends there. Um, and, uh, he was pointing out these girls and we were in middle school. So we thought girls were cute at this point. And he wanted this one. He was wanted we were like 12. <laughs> he thought this one girl with like curly brown hair was pretty, but there was this other girl with her, with her and her friend that was, um, I remember she was blonde and I remember this was like, they were wearing like early nineties, um, like the, like spandex tights or whatever they were ridiculous but she never smiled i remember and uh i was like oh that one that one's for me I <laughs> 13 year old jeff had quite the crush on her 13 seems even old that's probably wrong i don't remember her i don't know her name or anything about her i just kind of remember what she looks like yeah whatever we were all little kids but i remember she was, she was pretty i it, Camp Jeff had quite the crush on her. Doesn't matter now, though, because now I have quite the crush on the lovely Laura. Yes, who is quite the little hottie. So she's coming home soon. So I got to hurry through these damn discussion questions or maybe pause. Okay, through the magic of pause, I guess, right? We are back. It's a little later, but, um, you know, we're just going to finish up some discussion questions here. Okay, question two. All right, this was a good one. If you recall, Margot pointed out she left a note in her shoe. So for question two, this is very much related. I'd say it's a good discussion question. Do you ever have a pair of those shoes that were called Ruse? Do you remember those? They were, um, they were sneakers. I had at least one pair in elementary school, I think. But they'd have a zipper on the side. and You have a little pocket and you keep shit in them. Yeah, Ruse were the bomb. Mm. Did you ever have a pair of those? That's a shoe you could keep a note in. Yeah, I think those were pretty awesome. Yeah, right in if you had a pair of Ruse. <laughs> I don't know what color mine were. I feel like, did they have a K on them or something? Or I don't remember. Or am I thinking of Keds? But I'm thinking of Ruse. I don't know what they looked like anymore. I'd have to look them up. Yeah. Right in if you had a pair of ruse. They'd be great for a note. You know, if you, you know, these days I don't carry a lot of lunch money. So what would you put in your ruse? That's part two. What would you put in the pocket of your ruse? I'm thinking like a thumb drive or, uh, uh, I'm out after thumb drive, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see. Okay. 
So question three. So this ends in an interesting way. They said that they told the magistrates, you know, they can't come into the pasture lands anymore, that kind of nonsense. So question three is an interesting question because did they just kick the government out? Is that what happened? So does that mean they constitute like a militia? I think in a lot of circles, Henry and his pals are the bad guys. Am I right? I mean... I guess this government kind of sucks. I can't really base it on a at least seemingly benevolent U.S. government or whatever. But, you know, I mean, you can't be kicking the, government, the U.S. government out of, out of, like, Michigan. That doesn't happen. <laughs> so are they, like, forming a militia now? Is that what's going on? Are they, like, subversive? I guess we'll have to see if there's ever a sequel to Offworlder, which I guess there might be. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, those are our three discussion questions. You know what? I know we just finished the book, so maybe I'll have to come back next week. Just go over the discussion questions maybe real quick. I don't know. What else could I talk about if I did a podcast next week? Hmm... I don't know. If anybody has an idea of what I should talk about next week, write in. Because <laughs> I don't freaking know. Oh, I hope somebody like finishes this podcast before then. Because I'm not leaving you with a lot of time to listen all the way to the end of this. This isn't a great episode either. But yeah. write in with any discussion questions. If you want to contact me, you can head over to jeffreadsbook.com and right there... Uh, there's a uh, link to me on Twitter. I'm Fortran Jeff. Uh, if you want to reach me by email, it's jba at sdf.org. And only the lovely Laura has ever done that. Nobody else emails me. So sad. Uh, or if you want to reach me on Mastodon, because you're a giant nerd, uh, you can reach me at jba at mastodon.sdf.org. Wow. So, that is another complete book in the old podcast bucket, if you will. Um, but we'll be back next week. We're going to talk about something. I don't know what. Huh? Maybe we can uh, live on the air go into my Amazon account and see how many copies I've sold. <laughs> what do you guys think? Sounds fun, right? Yeah. Um, I guess that's about it, though. Um, I really got to edit this bastard and get it out for you people, so... I got some work to do still today. So anyway, until next time, keep on reading.